In today's episode, join me into the realm of cognitive distortion, the web of lies we unknowingly spin for ourselves. Unraveling these patterns of thinking, we'll delve into their effects on our emotions, our behavior, and our well-being. You'll learn the antidotes to these untruths so you can empower yourself towards greater self-discovery and transformation. Tune in as we explore these lies we tell ourselves and embrace the liberating power of clarity and mindfulness. I'm Kendra Nielsen. Welcome to Fulfillment Therapy, where you will improve your relationship with yourself, your loved ones, and with God. You'll find healing, wellness, crucial mindset shifts, and self-development help. I'm a licensed therapist, personal trainer, and coach. In this podcast, you'll learn the skills and confidence needed to transform your life from merely surviving to living a fulfilling, flourishing life. You can't reach your God-given potential and become who you were meant to become by remaining where you are. If you're ready, we'll create an ignited life you can't wait to wake up to. And yes, it's possible. It's your time to shine, my friend. Welcome to episode number 32, Cognitive Distortions the lies we tell ourselves, and their antidotes. So have you ever heard of cognitive distortions before? Did you know that we all have these common thinking errors that are habitual or biased or inaccurate that we use on a regular basis and that keep us stuck? In today's session, I'll break down the most common lies we tell ourselves and teach you how to counteract them with their simple antidotes. But before I jump in, I want to share a viral video that will make you smile and help remind you that if you can take time to watch this video, you can take the time to show support for this podcast and even other positive and impactful influencers out there who are trying to create positive ripples in the world around them. You can do the same thing by sharing this episode or others with a friend or on social media. Drum roll, please. The viral video is the apparently kid on Ellen. So my friend shared this with me after watching my last viral video share, and I loved it. So I'm going to share it with you. The link will be in the show notes along with the video for our new Costa Rican retreat details. So please check that out. I spent a little time on it. I got super excited about it and I avoided some other things. So please watch the video, please. (laughs) And as far as that video, the apparently kid, it was just so adorable. This kid would be someone I would want to be friends with because I think I'd laugh a lot. I don't even know how old he is. I think he was like five or six, but very entertaining. Like I mentioned a minute ago, today we're going to unravel the world of cognitive distortions. The famous psychologist Carl Jung said, until you make the unconscious conscious, It will direct your life, and you will call it fate. I want to address barriers that hinder your growth. And I'll show you how you can break free 
from those distorted thought patterns so that you can unlock a life of greater happiness and clarity so that you can make the unconscious conscious and so you can direct your life the way that you want to. I had a client recently that said, I failed my test. I keep messing everything up. I'll never be good enough in school or in anything else where I have to take tests. I'm wondering if you've ever said something like this to yourself before. Because this is just one type of cognitive distortions that's out there. I know I myself have been guilty of saying something similar to myself. Maybe not with tests, but with other things. In this example, my client was engaging in a cognitive distortion called overgeneralization. She was taking one specific event, so that was failing the test, and applying it to her entire life and her worth. She was making negative conclusions about herself based on a single experience. Have you ever found yourself doing this? I'll share an easy antidote for it in a minute. Like I mentioned earlier, cognitive distortions are regular thought patterns or beliefs that tend to be untrue, distorted, or exaggerated. These thoughts often result in negative emotions or feelings. And these patterns can lead to heightened anxiety and depression. So this causes harm to your psychological well-being, which is why my clients find it helpful to learn about them so that they can change their thoughts and in doing so, improve their lives. I want to share just a few other common cognitive distortions I'm sure you can relate with. The first one is catastrophizing. So this is when you exaggerate the negative consequences of a situation and imagine the worst case scenario. So I'm going to give you an example here. A client gets divorced and says, I'm not good enough. I'll never have a healthy romantic relationship. So again, that is exaggerating the negative consequences of a situation and imagining the worst case scenario. The next one is all or nothing thinking, or we also call it black and white thinking. This is where you see things in the extreme. It's an either or terms without acknowledging the middle ground. So an example of that might be, so an example of this might be a person who's on a diet and eats a small piece of cake and thinks, well, I've ruined my diet now, I might as well eat the whole cake. So it's all or nothing. You're either going to eat the whole cake or none of the cake. And there's no room for an in-between. So as a review, that's catastrophizing, all or nothing thinking, or my very first example was overgeneralization. And this next one's called mind reading. Assuming you know what others are thinking without concrete evidence. An example of this might be a friend that cancels plans and you immediately think, oh no, they must be mad at me, I must have done something wrong, assuming that you know what's going on in their mind. That's a thinking error and that's not accurate if you really challenge that belief. The next one is emotional reasoning. Believing that your feelings reflect objective reality, even when evidence suggests otherwise. Now I know I'm rapid fire throwing a lot of these at you, but I'll slow down and kind of go back to them a little bit and share more about them. I just want you to get a general idea of what these are. Now, going back to emotional reasoning. Once again, that's believing your feelings reflect objective reality, even when evidence suggests otherwise. So an example is feeling anxious about flying and then deciding, if I'm anxious about flying, then it must be extremely dangerous. Do you see how that's a cognitive distortion and that thinking error? Another one is personalization. 
taking responsibility for external events or other people's emotions that are outside of your control. Really, anything that's not us is outside of our control, right? We can't control other people. The example might be a colleague seems upset and you think, it's because of something I said. I must have offended them. So this is very similar to another one I said just a minute ago. But this one is taking more ownership when it's not your place to do so. It is, you're making it about you when it's likely not even about you. So again, it's that taking responsibility element to it. Have you noticed yourself doing that before? Because that is a cognitive distortion. The next one is filtering. This is focusing on the negative aspects of a situation while ignoring any positive elements. An example of this might be a person receives several compliments about their presentation or their work of some sort, but they remember only the one negative comment. So if that were me with this podcast, say I get 500 awesome reviews and one negative one. If I highlight that one, that is very much filtering. The next one is should statements. This is where you impose rigid rules on yourself or others and feel guilty or upset if these expectations aren't met. I see a lot of my clients do this one. And actually, I've mentioned this in the should stop shooting on yourself one. Did you guys listen to that one? Uh, I feel like a lot of people liked that one because they could really relate to that. An example there is, I should always be perfect at everything I do. If I make mistakes, I'm a failure. A lot of my teens, especially my clients, they talk like this for sure. That is just not realistic. And a person that is really working on their thoughts and improving their mental health and wellness would not be thinking like that very often. They'd be able to recognize those should statements and change that narrative. All right, just two more. Again, I know I'm throwing a lot at you. You probably will have to go back and listen to these a few times in order to remember them. This one is labeling, assigning global and negative labels to oneself or others based on specific behaviors or mistakes. For example, making a mistake at work and thinking, I'm such a loser, I can't do anything right. So that's that negative label, that loser So that's really about those negative labels, that loser aspect because of a mistake, right? The last one of the major ones is discounting the positive. So this is when you minimize or dismiss positive experiences, assuming they don't count or aren't meaningful. For example, if you receive compliments for a project, but then you think they're just saying that to be nice, it really doesn't mean anything. A lot of these, you can see how they kind of overlap a little bit, but the whole point is just to recognize these common thinking errors that we have, these common lies that we tell ourselves. Now, again, these are just a few of the big and most common cognitive distortions and an example of each one. But you might be wondering, after I just read you all of those, how we can counteract these or what the antidote is. Well, my friends, the tricks are simple to understand, but sometimes a bit harder to recognize. Like with everything, it's going to take practice. It's going to take patience and a little bit of self-compassion, right? 
The key here is to practice reframing your thoughts into healthier thinking patterns. CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, is often used as a therapeutic approach to correct these thinking errors. But you can do this even without therapy. It's just being mindful about these things. So let me start with my first example from my client. An antidote for any cognitive distortion involves finding evidence for or against the negative belief. For example, with overgeneralization, I ask my client questions like, is it fair to judge your entire worth based on one test? Have there been times when you've succeeded on other tests? What are some other explanations for not doing well on your test? And sorry, if you don't remember what I'm talking about, the example I gave in the beginning was that my client said, I failed my test. I keep messing everything up. I'll never be good enough in school or in anything else where I have to take tests. So this is what that's referring to. You can do these same things and ask yourself similar questions. You can find evidence for or against the negative belief or that negative thing that you're telling yourself, those lies, those cognitive distortions. By addressing that cognitive distortion and reframing the thoughts more realistically, you really can develop a healthier perspective and improve your emotional well-being. And really improve your emotional well-being. So here are some steps you can take to challenge and counteract those cognitive distortions. Number one, recognize the distortions. So in this way, it is important to become aware of what they are. You can go online and print out a list of the most common ones. I will have something available in the future. I just am not able to do that right now. But in the future, I'll put it on my website. So once you're aware of your cognitive distortions, pay attention to your thoughts and identify any patterns of negative thinking, such as like all or nothing thinking or overgeneralizations or mental filtering or things like that. The next thing I want you to do, number two, is question your thoughts. Once you notice that you have a cognitive distortion, question if it's really a valid thought. Ask yourself if there's any evidence supporting or contradicting it, and then be open to alternative perspectives. Provide evidence for or against. So this is number three. Challenge the cognitive distortion by seeking evidence both for and against it. This will help you gain a more balanced perspective and reduce the impact of our favorite lies that we tell ourselves. So where am I at? Number four, maybe? Maybe I just won't number them because I'm forgetting. The next one is use cognitive restructuring. This involves actively replacing irrational thoughts with more balanced and realistic ones. When you catch yourself in a cognitive untruth, consciously reframe the thought into a more objective and positive one. So again, that's just about restructuring those thoughts. The next one is mindfulness and grounding techniques. This seems to be the answer for everything, and it really is, I think. <laughs> so practicing mindfulness can help you become more aware of your thoughts without getting too tangled up in them. Grounding techniques such as deep breathing or focusing on your senses can help bring you back to the present moment and break those negative cycles or those negative patterns of thinking that you have. The next one is seek external feedback. I really like this one. This one helps me step back a little bit and have somebody else examine it from a different perspective. So talk to someone you trust about your thoughts and your feelings and they can offer that different perspective that I just mentioned and help you recognize when you might have some cognitive distortions. 
it's really important here not to pick just anyone, but to pick someone that is willing to be honest with you and that you are open to hearing. I have several friends like that that I really appreciate because they're honest with me in a loving, respectful way. The next one is a good tip if you find yourself getting stuck a lot when it comes to cognitive distortions. Consider professional help. If you're finding that this is really impacting your life and your mental well-being, it's important to seek help, whether that's generally that's a therapist, counselor, or one in the same. Or you can even seek out a life coach. They may not be as trained in these things, but they might be able to help. And they can also offer you that support and that guidance as you try to change your thought patterns. Another tip is to practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself and understand that everyone has these thought patterns from time to time. Do not beat yourself up for it, but instead focus on correcting them and changing those neural pathways. Another one, like I mentioned in so many episodes, is journaling. Write down your thoughts and your feelings in a journal so that you can recognize these patterns and you can change them. And you can also see your progress as you challenge those beliefs and counteract them. I just have one more. The last one is learn relaxation techniques. Anxiety can be heightened when we have cognitive distortions. I watched one of my children. I really try not to show who they are in these. I don't ever want them to be paranoid that they're going to be called out on anyone. But this one really spirals sometimes. And honestly, it's been a learning experience for me to watch this child struggle and to try different approaches to see what works and what doesn't work. Often in the moment for this one, it's too hard for them to manage their thoughts once they're spiraling too quickly. So sometimes it's just about being loving and tender and holding them if they will allow you to. And when their breathing comes down and when they can really feel grounded, sometimes that's just jarring the senses a little bit, walking outside, giving them a drink, doing whatever you can to just slow their breathing for a minute. Once they're in that space more, you can help them challenge some of those thoughts in a non-judgmental and very patient and loving way. So go back through some of these tips again and think what might work for one of your loved ones or for yourself even. Remember that relaxation techniques like meditation or progressive muscle relaxation can help manage stress and calm your mind so that it can be easier to start to see those thinking errors and try to refute them or try to shift those a little bit. Counteracting cognitive distortions is an ongoing process that requires a lot of awareness and practice and patience. So be patient with yourself as you work on changing your thought patterns and celebrate those small victories along the way. Over time, you can develop a more balanced and constructive way of thinking, and that leads to improved emotional well-being and healthier behaviors. I told you about a lot of common cognitive distortions today, and it's not likely that you're going to remember them all. So just like I said before, go ahead and check those out. With a quick Google search, you can find most of those. And that can help you identify what those are. And then I will try to get a free copy that I will make in the future on the website, but that's not quite yet. 
As you become aware of them, though, you will start to naturally counteract these distortions and you will find greater confidence, peace, calm, and ability to let go. That is a big key right there so that you can find greater fulfillment in your life. Best of luck to you as you seek to identify those irrational thoughts in your life so that you can change them. You might need it. (laughs) It can be elusive, but so satisfying once you're able to recognize what it is. It comes so much quicker once you get those down a little bit. All right, that is all I have for today. I just want to do a quick reminder about two things that I have coming up that I am so excited about. One of them I've mentioned for a while. The other one, I've finally gotten all the details figured out. So the first one is Igniting Life for Individuals on August 21st. That is when it's being launched this year, 2023. If you need structure, accountability, professional resources, and all of those things, and you want to improve your mental health and wellness, and even your spirituality, this is definitely for you. I am so excited about it. You're only going to be paying 10% of what it is worth. You will get the best research and tool development and design and professional resources and videos and accountability groups. And you'll even be able to meet with people online where you can connect and find your tribe. And this is not just a simple social media kind of thing. This is actually meeting with people in a non-threatening way, you'll be able to get back on track after this chaotic summer. And I promise you, you will be so amazed at the results and you will stop hesitating when it comes to investing in yourself. You are going to have incredible gains if you sign up for this. But time is ticking, so let's get it done. It has been so fun for me to create. I really, really loved it. Please don't hesitate. You are so worth it. And you can sign up now on fulfillmenttherapy.org or email me with any questions at fulfillmenttherapist at gmail.com. And for the second thing that I'm so, so, so excited about, I know it's a little dorky, but I will be doing the Costa Rican Women's Wellness Retreat June 16th through the 22nd of next year. So that's 2024. And just announced we will also be doing a separate men's retreat at the same time. So anyone can do that, obviously 18 or older. It's not a couple's thing, but if the wife wants to sign up and the husband wants to sign up, that's totally fine. But we will not really be seeing each other too much. We might have a couple of excursions that overlap, but probably not. But my husband's also a therapist, so he's going to be hosting that one since I can't be in two places at once. There are so many amazing excursions and beautiful things that we're going to be doing that are all on the video. So that's from sailing to handling sea creatures to horseback riding to volcanoes to waterfalls to it just awesome stuff. That is for seven days and six nights, and the price is so fair. Anytime I do something, no matter how little or how much it is, people seem to complain about the price, which is why I talk about that. But really, after everything that you're getting, there's no way you would be able to get this anywhere else. 
I had to go to Costa Rica for a month and I had to network like crazy and visit lots of places in person because most of these places are not even available online because they fill up so quickly. So I had to network like crazy to even know about these things. And the biggest expense while being there was the food. And it wasn't very pleasant trying to shop and eat and do all these things on a budget because it is so expensive there. I wish I would have known what I know now. Now I know how to create the most amazing experience for you that is therapeutic, that will allow you to reset and restore and improve your mental health and wellness and give you that sense of adventure and play. But don't worry, (laughs) you will not have to do anything that you do not want to have to do. All of these things that we are doing, my seven-year-old was able to do, so... It is not too high adventure. You will be fine, I promise you. As a reminder, there are only 11 spots for each one of those. And if you've been to my previous retreats and had coaching or consulting sessions with me, or you've signed up for an Igniting Life course, you get priority for this through the end of August, since this is a level two retreat and it builds upon those principles. But if you are a man signing up for the men's retreat, that's not the case because this is our first men's retreat. All right, last but not least, as an added bonus, now through the end of August, if you email me and you sign up with someone else, you both get $250 off. Now, that is not just for anybody. You have to email me and request that, and you have to make sure you're signing up with somebody. So they can sign up for the men's retreat, you can sign up for the women's retreat, or you can both sign up for the women's retreat, whatever you want. But you do have to email me to get that, and you do have to mention that you listened to this podcast episode. So it has to be within the month of August. If you do not call and request that, you do not get that, because... It is so affordable what we are doing because we are already giving you so much that it is really quite difficult to make it any cheaper. So this is the very best we can do. Do not hesitate. This is a lot of information. I know it just, I'm really excited and I need to tell you right now. (laughs) So go ahead and sign up and you will not regret it. You'll be able to interact with me, build your tribe, learn from professionals have adventure, have restoration, have that meditation, and reset in beautiful Costa Rica. Check out the video, and I will see you back here next week, my friends. Take care and have an amazingly wonderful day. If this podcast has helped you gain the insights and skills needed to propel you towards transformation and joy, the number one way to help me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcast. Like you, I'm striving to become my higher self by helping others thrive. And I do that most effectively if you use your influence and give a review. Share this episode with a friend or share it on social media and let others know how it has helped you. I would be so very grateful and excited that we're creating positive ripples in so many lives. If you want to connect, you can find me on Fulfillment Therapy on Facebook and Instagram or go to fulfillmenttherapy.org. Thanks for listening and shine boldly and brightly, my friend.